0: Now broadcasting live it via so Ustream loud. or downloaded directly to your mobile device. Bagdumboard.com presents the Bagdum Cast. Oh my goodness, and that is crazy. Why are we friends with you <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I'm glad i didn't get
0: wow, slapped. I'm glad to your mom is uh,
1: uh, You said your know. parents don't listen to this. He just looked at me like, I really should I punch sense.
0: him? It doesn't <laughs> like, work if you're not wearing a mariachi suit. Uh. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Bagging Boardcast. It's episode number 182. I'm Chris. Oh, and I am John. And I'm Paul. And we're a weekly podcast that comes to you
1: in three ways. The first being The week in Geek, bringing you the top geek stories of the past week. I wanted to bring some energy. We were ramping it up a little bit. Uh, yeah. I thought we were doing it like hoity-toity, guys. I, I thought so, too. And then I totally animal that shit.
0: It's only because you're wearing your Animal Man t-shirt. Yeah. I thought it was because you saw the new Muppets trailer.
1: No, I don't watch trailers. I, know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I listen. Then what do we do, John? Well, did
1: he finish talking about it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, then we go into the list, the books that we are looking forward to coming out August 14th. Very true.
0: Very true. Yes. Over to you, Chris. And then we... <laughs> Why, well, thank you, John. And then <laughs> we'll... <laughs> Then we follow that up with our weekly rotating main topic. This week we're talking about our favorite comic book team-ups. We're going to be looking at some of the team-ups we like from Marvel and DC, and then a couple of our dream team-ups. Team-up, team-up, team-up. Team. And then we always uh, team-up with some choice brews. Yeah.
1: Bagnum uh, board tradition. Uh, bag and board tradition. Bag and board tradition. Uh, this comes to us from uh, Scotland. This is...
0: Uh, track- you mean producer Scott. No! Oh, he's home-brewing. He 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 has his own own land now, eh? Yeah. He does have huge
1: tracts of land. This is uh, Traquere House Ales. It is a uh, wee heavy ale fermented in oak barrels. And uh, I think this needs to get warmed up to really get some flavor, because there's nothing really going on there. Got a bitterness. Yeah. Kind of a light tobacco-y it's okay. I'm not. And for um, like a wee heavy ale, usually you're gonna have really like deep caramel to it, mm-hmm. really kind of bold. It's base like a wee heavy is basically like a a barley wine. Yeah. Scotch ale. Mm. Um, usually real high in alcohol. This is a seven point two. I get nothing of the oak barrel. You get yeah, yeah. You get nothing. I think it really needs to warm up. So I'll just let it sit in my hand. We could uh, just try them again at the end of the show. We have other glasses so we That's could... true. And I don't do the dishes here. And I'm... <laughs> I don't know. I'm thirsty, so we'll see. <laughs> just... It is warm in here, so... We could just make sense. pop open those, uh, the next beer. Sip, on, it, sip, on, sip, on, sip on those and Review then discuss. Yeah. Like that sounds good, too. I like that. Let's do that. And now we're back. Oh. I know you didn't really go anywhere. We didn't, we didn't, get... didn't either. John went out to the to get the next beer that we'll talk about later. But uh, we're going to move on to the Weekend <laughs> Geek. For making it awkward, Paul. You're welcome. You know, I, I over-explained. We <laughs> could have just gone right into the list. You mean the Weekend Geek. But, oh, I missed the whole segment. No. How long was I gone? You didn't miss any segment. Oh. That's our first segment, Weekend Geek, John. Come on. Our we- first segment... The Weekend Geek bring you the top geek stories in the past week. Yeah, that's that's what we do. 182 of these, man. No? What? You've been here for all of those 182. It's true. You didn't even take a week off. Uh, There was one show where I wasn't on. Really? Yeah, you guys recorded one show without me. It was a not episode, though. Was it a not? I thought it was an actual episode. No, we've only, we've done knots, oh. but never an actual episode without you. We'll have our research team look into that <laughs> to confirm. Uh, If you want to be part of the Vegan Boardcast research team, just email us, Contact veganboardcast.com. But we've done research, and that research... Oh, uh, we,
0: we did research? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we shit. We bring
1: you the top geek stories of the past week. Ah. You know, we go to websites. I'm Read those websites that people that listen to the show read, and then we tell ah, okay. them about it. <laughs> we tell them about something you've probably already read about exactly. They've already read
0: about it. Exactly. We regurgitate that news. Exactly. We're great at that.
1: We are great. That's what we learned We're in grade school. We're probably not even that great at it. That's all we learned. We're like mama birds. Growing up worms left and right. We we study facts. We regurgitate the facts. And those worms are words that we read from other people. Yes, exactly. That's all I learned in school. So basically, we've just turned off everyone from like, oh, I can't just look this stuff up. I don't have to listen to these ass yeah. I can Cut out the middlemen. <laughs> <laughs> But typing is difficult, and listening with your earfaces is a lot easier. It's <laughs> <That's> easier? <laughs> yeah. So listen with your ear On <laughs> some of the news we have. <laughs> exactly. D23 happened. D23. And what the hell does D23 mean again, Chris? D23- we talked about this last year.
0: D23 is the official Disney fan club. It's the first fan community officially set up by Disney besides the Mickey Mouse Club.
1: And... Can I thought it was a
0: dice with 23 sides.
1: No, that's a that's... d20. Oh. Huh. And it's a 20-sided die.
0: <laughs> I don't think
1: there is a twenty-third.
0: side. That would be awkward. Amp it up, 23. <laughs> Kicking those three extra sides there. You didn't even see it coming, did you?
1: No, <laughs> you wouldn't ever see that coming.
0: This is their uh, official fan community, fan club, whatever you want to call it. Um, and not every year, they've skipped a year, but they do special events where... D23 members can come out, buy tickets, uh, and it's basically a big convention of all just Disney stuff. There's a lot of things happening. They have announcements, panels. You can take like tours of the Imagineering pavilions and see stuff that you're not going to see anywhere else. And then they actually have uh, live auctions, too, of memorabilia. The and Disney princesses themselves. Ran- like it's awkward. Like the randomest stuff. Like you can buy ride vehicles there. Ride vehicles? Yeah. That we're- At the first D23, you could buy one of the uh, actual ride vehicles from Peter uh, Peter Pan's flight from Disneyland. Huh. But this so is one of a kind merchandise that you can only get there. When we're majillionaires.
1: Yes. Uh, remember this for <laughs> Chris's birthday. We got to buy him a Doom Buggy.
0: That would be awesome. Well, actually, it's well, funny. Would it
1: be Disney-themed, that Doom Buggy? No, no, it would be the... That's the
0: ride the, vehicle from Haunted Mansion. The They're Doom called Doom, Doom Buggies. Oh, I did not know that.
1: D-O-O-M, Doom Buggy. Ah. Oh. I know it's my Buffalo accent turning you off.
0: Yes. At D23 this year, in the Imagineering Pavilion, they actually had an original audio-animatronic that was at Disney World. It's the Hatbox Ghost that was removed because the effect that they were going for just didn't work. Mm-hmm. But they've souped it up, and you could see it there. And they had people just demonstrating like the different movements it can do. And this is the first time it's actually been seen by people since like nineteen six uh, no nineteen sixty seven. I want to
1: say we're supposed to remember all these facts, Chris. I, I Regurgitators. This, this I
0: did our research. This was just oh. me being like, "Wow, cool."
1: Yeah, I did see uh, that article, but I had no idea that it was mothballed for so long.
0: Yeah. Hmm. And again, this is the kind of thing you can see if you go there. It's open to all D23 members because just two months ago, they created a free level as well. Oh. Where you can actually have access to special content online at D23.com. Hmm. You just don't get the... This is
1: in Anaheim, California, I A. Yes.
0: The convention center. Yes, but they've also done stuff around the country, just in different areas. How do we join that? Like, if you wanted to just... D23.com. Okay. The free one. You just log in. Go for it. They have two different membership levels after that. There's silver, which I forget how much that is. It's a kidney. Well, the gold one is $100 oh, for a year, but you get their special quarterly magazine free like gifts. Not free, because you're buying it. Yeah, but-
1: you're pre-purchasing yeah. These magazines. That is one expensive subscription but it's
0: magazine. You can actually buy the magazines. They sell them at Wegmans or like Barnes & Noble, that kind of place. It's a quarterly magazine, and it's almost like a coffee table book. There's a lot of really cool stuff in there. Hmm. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Something to remember for Chris's that's, birthday. That's true. <laughs> hint,
0: and or hint, Christmas. Hint. Um, yeah, so this was going on, and this is where Disney showed off a lot of stuff that they have coming out over the upcoming year, or years in the case of some of the movies. But no Star Wars news. There was some Star Wars talk. They, ha- they had a Star Wars panel, but... Yeah, but it was they, like... they
1: made it They made it sound leading up to that, that they were going to have some kind of announcement.
0: Well, there is a live-action TV show in development for ABC. This is official. It's happening.
1: Okay, that is official now. They wrestled the rights away from Fox...
0: I guess. It probably came when they bought them because Fox had all the, like, release stuff for the movies. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Because they were all, all the movies were released under 20th Century Fox. So when Disney bought them, they were probably able to snag those rights back.
1: But, movie news, which I was kind of interested in, was, uh, dude, Tomorrowland, that was a stupid idea for a movie. What? They're going to base a movie off of a section of the park.
0: Yes, but... it doesn't work?
1: But it really doesn't... Come on. It Congress really doesn't, doesn't have anything me. to
0: do with that. Yeah. It's it's Tomorrowland in name only.
1: And then I realized it was being directed by Brad Bird. Yes. And I'm like, oh, I like him from The Incredibles. And also...
0: Pixar's Brad Bird. And all, well, also Iron Giant, Brad Bird. Yeah. He, he was also on uh, Writer for The Simpsons, too. Oh, huh. I did know that. Uh, yeah. Mission, Mission Impossible uh, Ghost Protocol, too,
1: which is probably... What it, really, it, it was fun. It was probably probably my favorite of
0: the aside from the original. Mm-hmm. Sam peg. Mm-hmm. Um, when he was writing on the Simpsons, it was his idea to take Homer from being just that antagonist being Bert. to being yeah. more like. He's basically like he said, this guy's basically just a big puppy dog. We need to make him kind of the star because it was always Bart. Yeah, now Homer's like the best character. That was Brad Bird. Oh, that's good. good. Good push. Middle initial for
1: Homer Simpson. I don't J. J. It. And it stands for J. Yeah. <laughs> um, Well, well Simpsons trivia for you guys. That, that Paul doesn't even watch yeah. the show, when he knows Mark, that has the same initial. Bar. J Simpson. That's true. You know what the J stands for? There. What I mean, Jojo. Really? Yes.
0: That I did not. Is know. he tough as nails?
1: No. I don't know. Is he? I don't watch the show. But Tomorrowland, I just learned stupid trivia facts and regurgitate it <laughs> here on the podcast.
0: We don't know too much about Tomorrowland. They're still keeping things under wrap. Uh, but written a- by Damon Lindelof, they had a panel there, and they actually have a whole alternate reality game kind of set up around this where Damon Lindelof was digging around in the Disney archives yeah. and found a whole bunch of stuff that was never used
1: they got National Treasure kind of yeah. bit, where they found the original plans for its Small World and then put it under Blacklight and saw different plans on the back.
0: National well, Treasure style. Well, when they did that, it was a coded animated, like fe- not feature, but a little like, animated short that yeah. they were able to watch that revealed these grand plans. Mm-hmm. Um, really fun. They had a lot of stuff like this set up for when they were doing Lost as well. Yeah, yeah, they Just did a lot of that headache. stuff for Lost. A lot of alternate reality stuff with, like, the Hanso Foundation and websites, on websites, and books. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool if you're into that kind of thing. Blogs, kind of, they had blogs. Yeah.
1: Kind of interested. It made me more interested. It made me go from with a stupid idea
0: to, wow, this is going to be great. Would you watch a trailer for it?
1: No, I'm already okay. interested in it. <laughs> okay, I'm good. <laughs> then he's going to go and be like, this is
0: nothing like I thought it was going to be.
1: Yeah. Well, what did you think it was going to be? I read that uh, Brad Bird was directing it, and it was named... (laughs) Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. So I thought we were going from the past to that alternative version of the future. Kind of like in Back to the Future, when they split off the timeline. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. More optimistic (laughs) 2000. 2010. But but who has any clue, though, Paul? I don't have any clue. Uh... It was it was just teased uh, more by um, um, Vin Diesel. Sorry, blank there on his name. That uh, he is maybe joining the cosmic Marvel universe as he's had those talks with Marvel. And we only cast member, second to last cast member, not cast is is Groot, which I think Vin, Vin Diesel's voice would lead good to a tree. Yeah, oh, a talking know. tree that just says
0: Groot. Would you want to pay that much money just to have him say Groot? Uh, I mean, be- they pay him to say it once, and then they just redub it in every time.
1: Yeah. He's a, he wants to be in these movies, so I don't maybe didn't really say much in Iron Giant. No, yeah, that was the beginning of his career, though. Yeah. But even still, I think to get his foot in the door, they might make a little more. So he's not going to be Thanos. We don't we don't know, but he's. He said that he's he's going to be joining the Cosmic Universe, and this is one of the only cast members. This and uh, Rocket Raccoon. And I don't see him doing the voice of Rocket. No. I could. He's, he's got to have a Cockney accent. Yeah, that's kind of
0: good. All right, anything else? Well, a bunch of stuff from Pixar.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, they... Announced Well, not that they hadn't been announced before, but they gave a little bit more info on two of their they upcoming movies. They
1: named some of the movies. Yes. Um,
0: Inside Out is another one that they have coming out where it's about a girl who moves to San Francisco.
1: That and is the one that was rec- that was just named. The yep. name is just announced. Because it was
0: announced last year at
1: D23, right? Yeah. that was like was... the emotion. Go ahead.
0: You tell the story. Yeah. Um, a girl who moves to San Francisco, and it's her story, but you also get the story of the emotions that live inside of her and what happens when two of them kind of get shuttled off. And it's disgust. I can't remember. It's the five What, what kind of takes? What takes control of her in the absence of joy? Who's played by Amy Poehler? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, fear, you
1: know. uh, anger. Um, anger Hater played by Lewis bigger. Black,
0: yep. disgust played by Mindy Kaling, fear by Bill Hader, joy played by Amy Poehler, and sadness by Phyllis Smith.
1: Couldn't get Aubrey Plaza to play sadness, really. Get the Parks and Rec thing going.
0: Lewis Black is uh, is good for anger. Yeah. yeah. But it's by uh, John Lasser and Pete Doctor. Doctor spelled with an ER. E R. E R, not not from Doctor Who.
1: No, not the doctor.
0: Not oh. the doctor.
1: And not the fireware doctors either. No.
0: No. But an interesting idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one that was announced previously, and some information was given, um, the good dinosaur. This is what happens when the meteor that caused the extinction of the dinosaurs never happens, and dinosaurs live alongside humans. But it's not that it was kind of originally... Thought or believed where it's going to be like, oh, it's dinosaurs in today, almost like DinoTopia. Mm-hmm. It's going to be dinosaurs living alongside cavemen.
1: What? That's what actually happened.
0: Yeah, it was only a thousand years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. well, more than two
1: thousand. More than two thousand years ago, Chris. Because baby Jesus killed yeah. all the dinosaurs,
0: right? Yes. Oh, I'm but, sorry. That's way too political. But also appearing in this is Bill Hader, and then Bill Hader is also in Monsters University, and he's appearing in another Disney movie, too. Man,
1: he's like the new guy from Cheers. That's John Rassenberger, in. who's <laughs> still going to be in every
0: Pixar movie. Um, you know what? That's the thing, though. like Once Disney finds someone that they like working with, they tend to bring them back, do more things with them. Um, Which
1: is good, especially if you get the dynamics, you know what you're doing. Especially it's, since, yeah. Especially since they stopped their whole thing of, we don't hire any convicts. Who was the first person to break that rule? Who was the first person hired by Disney to start in their films that was convicted of a crime? Tim Allen. Tim Allen.
0: I do not know he was ever convicted of anything. I'm trying to light on, it. it's getting really dark. A lot of, of cocaine. Uh, cocaine. He's a cocaine yep. man.
1: Then he played Santa Claus. Yep.
0: Well, also coming back to Disney is Tom Hiddleston. He's going to be playing the young Captain Hook in the new Tinkerbell. Movie. Oh, that is a great choice. Yeah,
1: Wait, who's this guy?
0: Tom Hiddleston plays Loki. Loki.
1: Oh, plays Loki. Yeah, they didn't want to go with the guy from Once Upon a Time that plays Captain Hook.
0: No, probably just differentiating it. Yeah. I mean, Man, that's going to be confusing. It's, it's all animated, so I mean they could oh, use a okay. voice, but
1: animated, yeah. so that makes more sense because that guy loves dressing as Loki. I'm pretty sure he wakes up in the morning, goes to his closet, and is like, What should I wear today? He
0: studied at the Robert uh, Downey Jr. School of Marvel Acting. You have to become the character.
1: I'm going to dress as Loki and well, also, people kneel before me. He used to go along with doing all the Loki'd yeah. memes and everything, too. It's going to be really awkward when they make girl Loki and he's like, Wait, oh, I he's, have to he's be still drag? No,
0: he's still up for it. <laughs>
1: I'm in drag, Loki!
0: Like, sign me up, guys. I'm ready. I I really want to go to D23 sometime. I think it would be an awesome experience just for the news. I mean, we love to go to conventions, but just as a Disney fan, too.
1: Yeah. I, I'm not, like, I'm a Disney fan, but I'm not as as big a fan as you are, Chris. But I still think it would be really cool to walk around and see everything and go to those panels and... I, I do. I think it'd be very interesting. Yeah, I became a Disney fan when they bought out everything that I loved in my childhood. <laughs> uh, it's been quite a while coming, but now they own basically everything that I love. Star Wars, Marvel Comics, and ESPN. ESPN, sports, uh ABC, Muppets. Muppets Apollo Hensons. Pa- pa- Paul B- yeah. He didn't he never liked Muppets. I like I well, like we I like more of the Jim Henson like storytellers and
0: Crazy yeah. stuff that. We got a little dark bit more crystal. news about the Muppets Most Wanted too.
1: Oh yeah, they do yeah. need to make a dark crystal too. That needs to happen.
0: Or just redo Black Crystal, Dark Crystal, Dark Crystal. Yeah. You think about Black Cauldron? I think. Yeah, yeah. I love. It. Well, that Which, was a great.
1: That movie. was good too. Mm-hmm. I have to see that. In, I used God, to play a video game on it on the Amiga.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Learned how to read. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, the m- right. uh, Muppets Most Wanted is going to be focusing on. Like, one of the most brilliant criminal masterminds in Europe. And the guy's a dead ringer for Kermit the Frog.
1: His and name he... is what? I can't remember. Constantine.
0: Yes, it is. Uh, And his I'm like
1: a quiz master this episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> his lackey is actually Ricky Gervais, so that's how you're going to be seeing oh, him. Okay. Okay.
1: See? Slimeball. Awesome. Not the male guy that I'm rooting for to get it with Amy Adams. What I think is crazy is since the beginning, when the first movie was announced, they were talking that the movie was going to be Gonzo accidentally losing or spending the
0: entire movie. Well, no, that was like everyone – that was originally what was yeah. th- like set up years ago, but – That's how you sold the change. change.
1: That's, what, that's what I thought the, the movie was going to be. And then I heard that rumor again about the second movie. So I just thought – I just think it's funny – just keeps changing, and I'm I'm fine. I'm fine with any Muppet movie really that comes out. Well, this is the retelling of the heist, right? What was that movie? Great uh, Muppet Caper. Yeah. The Great Muppet Caper. It's kind of like that, right? Mm, I don't know. Says... I don't know because that was about an actual diamond heist. Yeah. This one's about probably mistaken identity with Kermit the Frog North by Northwest. Yeah. They need to have planes
0: there. So Xbox. Oh, well, talking okay. about planes, they've also <laughs> announced the plane the sequel, sequel, Fire really? Fire and Rescue. Yeah. Oh man, they. Uh, Here's the thing that the first planes movie. I don't think it's actually came out yet. I think it might have came out
1: this weekend. They it have, it came out
0: this weekend, and it didn't. I don't think it. I, this was something that they were just doing for just a direct-to-DVD release. Yeah. And they're like, no, we can make more money.
1: It made $22.5 million estimated this weekend.
0: For something that was going to be direct-to-DVD, that's pretty good. Because you know what? They're still going to put it out on DVD and make the money that they would have made having it just go to DVD originally.
1: Uh, we Are The Millers made more money. I think Acyllium. Acyllium was top dog this week with $30.4 million. Percy Jackson and uh, CMOS, Sea of Monsters only did 14.6.
0: Hmm. That's such a small... That's a small niche. The first one wasn't a bad movie. I, I never saw it. The budget I actually is only read the, $90 million. I want to read the books first.
1: Planes $50 million uh, market, uh, budget.
0: That's major. Fun fact, uh, the Percy Jackson book, published by Hyperion Publishing, which is owned by Disney... Mm. Well, a well, fun fact there. That yeah, was their uh, franchise because they passed on Harry Potter.
1: They passed?
0: Every, to, their... be, to be honest, everyone passed on Harry Potter. J.K. Rowling took that to every publishing house, and everyone was like, nope. That's true. Nope. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, I so after that, a lot of people were like, shit, what can you grab? <laughs> I think we've been going about this all wrong, oh, guys. Kids like to read now. Oh. Mm, especially the books about other kids. Give us more magic kids. Are you saying the Christian right couldn't block this?
1: I think that's
0: There was a lot of Harry Potter hate. Well, there's that, that and there was also the uh, His Dark Materials books, too. Like the Golden Compass, mm-hmm. um, which is very... Not anti-religion, but it's like, no, not every book has to have, like, a Christianity kind of backdrop to it, like mm-hmm. C.S. Lewis books and stuff like that. Not everyone has to be a, like, messianic figure in a book. Hmm.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Xbox mm- News? Xbox, Xbox
0: News. We'll come with a headset now. Woohoo. hoo Too bad I've already made my decision.
1: Yeah.
0: It's okay. Because we kind of talked about this before the show, mm-hmm. like... Microsofts going back and changing everything that they had originally said. They upclocked their uh, processing power on the GPU. So
1: also, uh, also, if you buy an Xbox, your retail kit can be converted into a dev kit. So if you want to become a cool, awesome indie developer, you don't need to spend two thousand five hundred dollars on a dev kit. You can just download the thing then it's suddenly delicate. I don't know how that works really. Yeah. I don't know too much about any of that stuff. I'm course. not gonna do any of that. If I had the Xbox. And what else with the Xbox? Oh um, Gold Home. Golden yeah. Home. Where uh your gold subscription can be for multiple multiple user tags or gamer tags in the, on the same console. Which makes sense. It made it made no sense not to do that before. They yeah. had their family buy in where it costs a little bit more, but you got more gamer tags. You
0: basically got four gamer tags worth of Xbox Live, and it saved you, I think, like $10 by buying everything together.
1: Yeah.
0: Good. No. Also, they're officially now rolling out the uh, dollar amounts instead of the points mm-hmm. on uh, the cards. One, so, yeah. so when you go to IBM. GameStop, Walmart, Target, wherever to buy the Xbox Live, Cards, it's no longer going to be sixteen hundred points. It'll be twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. Like everything's being converted over now
1: to your local currency. So if you're listening over in England, send us Doctor Who, and oh, it would be in British pounds. Yes. If you're over in France, we're sorry for you because I don't know what you have there. that's Oh, Black Sad, send us send us the comic Black Sad because I heard that's really good. But send it to us with in, in English. Yeah. Because we're dumb Americans. And, and I could Google translate it, but I don't think that would be a good reason. I think that's
0: really cool. Like That technology exists. Where you
1: can get yeah, take a picture of it and it'll uh, translate it yeah. on your phone. Yeah. it's Awesome. Where awesome. Getting... I can talk to it and then hit play and it says it in the translation. We're getting
0: closer and closer to the future. <laughs> it's getting there. We're almost there, guys. We're we almost there. can
1: bioengineer the hamburger
0: we can do the google
1: translate now if we could just put it together to make a bab- actual babble fish i'll be set this would be good uh i really all they're doing is like what did they say we'd be doing at this time back in the 80s all right we got to work on that um no thank you
0: okay go ahead so no good Paul.
1: i was <laughs> going to say there's a lot of people like uh the guy that does all the awesome japanese uh, es- uh physicist that does oh, all the awesome uh,
0: He's coming to Buffalo. Or he came to Buffalo. Uh, Ma- Micho... Micho Kaku? Kaku? Yes. yes. Uh, he
1: actually says the reason why he gets into, got into science was because of science fiction. And, start, and television shows like Star Trek. And he's like, I want to make a transporter. How do I do this? And that's... So science fiction leads into science. Oh, yeah. Track, and
0: and then science... Yeah. Yeah, science facts. into The fiction. Um, fun thing about talking about the future and just... How things work. Uh, did you see someone posted a picture online of what the stars of Back to the Future 2 look like now? Yes. Uh, really? In the, comparative to what, what they, they look would like, look like old? From the 30 years from yeah, that but it's point.
1: but not 2015 yet. Oh, but it wasn't yes. 1983 yet?
0: Yes. Is that what you're saying? So from the 1950s to the 80s, oh. that 30 years, and how the actors look from when they were originally filmed to now and the makeup people were pretty close to actually what they look like now especially yeah. on Biff
1: yeah it, it, the only thing is he Biff doesn't have a comb over the guy's yeah. got a full perfect head of hair he what? was just in a movie too Biff Oh,
0: I feel bad I don't know his actual name
1: yeah
0: Spiff T- Tanner T- well no <laughs> Tannen Tannen
1: but yeah uh, uh, he, it's <laughs> he, not he looks exactly Ray. It? Caroline yes Thomas? Caroline no Caroline is from Tom- uh,
0: Wow, I feel bad in playing out of this.
1: Caroline Ray was on Leah Thompson. Leah, yeah, Caroline. she was on Caroline in the City. Yeah, yeah she Caroline. doesn't. She doesn't look as wrinkly. She
0: she actually still looks pretty good. But yeah, so that was kind of one of those fun things. It was like, wow, not bad '80s makeup people, not bad at all. Does she have fake boobs now? Probably. Uh, I think she's still pretty good looking for... Because
1: uh, I'm thinking of the alternative timeline. Yes.
0: What do we think about this alternative beer that we have in front of us now? Well, why don't you let us know about it, Chris? Well, what we have here is the Magic Hat Brewing Company's Seance Saison. This is a new seasonal beer. I don't know if it's something that they're going to be doing, or okay. if it's just kind of like a limited release thing. I saw it at the the local store, and the label... Really caught me because it's got an owl on it, and it's really fally because it's got leaves. It's very got al- it looks, very autumnal.
1: It kind of looks like a hand coming out in front of a tombstone, but then there's light coming from the
0: tombstone. Fall leaves. I like guess it is a really cool cover. It's or label uh, label It's really cool. And I was like, hey, you know what? Magic has a pretty solid brewery. I tend to enjoy their stuff, so I'll grab this. And I'm I'm enjoying this. Yeah, it's good. Paul mentioned before, it's got like a smokiness behind yeah. it.
1: It has just a little smoky aftertaste. It still has a little bit of spice to it, too. Mm-hmm, yeah, a li- just like a little bit tea. of like a bitter, kind of mm-hmm. right on the tongue. And that's what I... Man, all of it together, for whatever reason, the packaging... It puts me in the mood for Paul. I think this would quick. be something yeah.
0: great just sitting outside next to a bonfire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is that kind of beer.
1: With, like you know, sit in front of a bonfire, but you have like your hoodie on... Yes. Enjoyable.
0: Crisp, crisp evening. I like it. A
1: crisp, crisp evening?
0: Crisp. I stuttered. Oh. They have it another I, uh, seasonal beer out, too, right them. now that I could only find in their actual sampler pack, which I didn't feel like buying to get. Cause it was probably, like, two of those, two of this, and then number nine. Like, mm. I think, like, the number vinyl. Two. Like, the stuff that you can get. Mm-hmm. Any other time. No.
1: You remember when we started the show and that's what we would do for our beers? We would just buy the, whatever
0: variety pack was out at the time. Yeah. We've really come a long way with our beer drinking and what we do with it. Yeah. It's just tough because we've had all those beers now, so it's not... Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I would still do that if they would put out like a brand new one that had all new beers. I'd be like, yes, uh, I have buy
1: I've it. done it a couple times in the recent past.
0: Sam Adams one.
1: No, that was the Sam Adams. Yeah. So. Well, we only that had was, like that two was years last years year, though, with all those but, the IPA ones. Yeah. Yeah, it was last summer, and that gets expensive because that variety pack was like 20-something bucks. They charge you, uh, Sam Adams charges you a lot for their beer. And then a lot of times they change your lot, and six of the beers are, three of them are Boston Lager, three of them are whatever other big push they're doing on with their beer, and then you get those tastes to each
0: of everything else. Really annoys me. I'm glad you guys are filling this because I'm trying to look up the name of that other seasonal beer that they have out right now. Why don't I
1: own a Portal 2 Turret?
0: I don't know why don't you Paul. I, I ask myself sure. that
1: every time I come over. Cuz that looks pretty awesome. I didn't know there was them available to buy.
0: Yeah, that actually just came out maybe like a month or two ago. It's
1: From Gaming Heads has yes. a collection, collectible for you. Yes, they do. Google, how do you know me so well? It is... Uh, oh, pre-orders. It's available Q4, 2013. Ooh, no! What? 325 bucks? That's why I don't own one.
0: Uh, the other one is the Deveiled. It's a robust amber ale. Hmm. It's got like a Mexican Day of the Dead theme label, which is kind of cool looking. I'm not
1: into statues, really. You know, it's one of those things that I never got into. Cool. It. The I, I honestly have to say those uh, DC ones that are being that are coming out this year, the
0: uh, Bomb Girls, the Bombshell ones, yeah, yeah the Bombshell. Those are cool. They look pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah,
1: and not just because of Mesopotamian fantasies. Just <laughs> no, like,
0: <laughs> um, they, they just showed cool. off another one that looked really cool. Did you see goes... the uh,
1: uh, Black Canary? Yeah,
0: that oh, yeah, that mess-patory. was the one where she's like the Rockabilly girl. Uh-huh yeah awesome like the artist that uh designs those is really cool uh Aunt Lucia you're related no a n t oh not my aunt, aunt. oh okay. not his auntie i being uh you know from the northeast I realize we have that hard a mm-hmm. so I try to say like aunt or aunt to differentiate between family and bugs. it always reminds me of the what did uh
1: the Pink Panther say when he stepped on an ant. What dead ant? Dead ant. Oh. Dead ant. Dead ant. Dead ant. Dead ant. Dead ant. I love that joke. <laughs> well, I love comic books. <laughs> Me too. I as well. I'm buy one this week. Which one, Paul? I'm going to buy Infinity Number One by Jonathan Aikman.
0: Ooh. Art by done. Art
1: done by a. It's for the list? It is.
0: We're going to be looking at comic books coming out August 14th.
1: Yes. Sorry, we we didn't actually introduce. I thought it. Paul would do that when he was like, "What am I looking forward to on August no 14th? I don't do that. That's this is my segment. This is this is John's baby. I don't always go first
0: <laughs> on this. We we change it. I'm up. pretty sure you do, John. <laughs>
1: that you, is a lie. You just, you just don't remember it. You are a liar. Research team. You pants at dot Your pants are oh, on no. fire. Oh my god, they are. Man, we got a lot more likes on uh, this week. Yeah, um, I appreciate you getting a new job and <laughs> <laughs>
0: spreading the news. Um, I also just promoted it to people that I've known for years. I was like, oh, they don't like us. And then they did. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, if you like us over what? on Facebook, tell all your friends. Why didn't you Share you, it. Why, why didn't you tell them to rate and review us on the iTunes? And make sure you rate and review us over on iTunes. Thank you. <laughs>
1: Breaks Paul's heart when you don't. Much like Thanos is going to break the Marvel Universe in Infinity. Written by Jonathan Hickman. Are done by Kubert. <laughs> oh, Q-ber. Yeah, I don't know which one. I think Adam Kubert's been working at uh, DC, right. so it's got to be the other one. Andy, mm-hmm. Andy. Why would as a parent? Why do you do that? Why would you have two people with the same first initial? Why, why would he mm, likes it? It just seems weird to me. It's like giving two people the same middle name seems lazy. Who has like the same middle name? Kate and her sister Kristen. Really? My wife and her and my sister-in-law share the middle name Lee. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. They Mm -hmm. really phoned it in. Yeah. Well, they. (laughs) It's another great parenting. Her dad says that he wanted to call uh, the first one Ugg and the second one Home, and then have that middle middle name. Homely,
0: ugly. I see it. Homely and ugly. That's awesome. Apparently people cosplay at D23 too. And this girl dressed up as Ariel and her boyfriend dressed up as Prince Eric. And it's like a legit awesome looking costume. She's hot. She's attractive. Hey, hey is
1: the person behind, her, behind them wearing so an, an Animal like, Man t-shirt? Oh no, it's a no, no, lanyard. No, I, was,
0: I was holding up my computer in front of Paul and that's Paul wearing it. <laughs> oh.
1: People cosplay, not so you can sexually objectify them, John. A good it's because they enjoy the character and want to celebrate that character. Come yes. on. Cosplay oh, people that are Cosplayers yeah. are people too, John. Treat them as such. Much like you should not treat your comic book because it's just a comic book.
0: Do you want to go next that or should I go next?
1: That is an object.
0: I'm looking forward to Infinity. Um, Paul, I'm glad you're buying this one because... You can sit up because I can here. read it, and you can read the Forever Evil stuff because I'll be speaking of that one.
1: Yeah, I'm sleeping on that month from DC.
0: Yeah, I hear you. But I don't know we've talked about this before. Like the cosmic universe stuff for Marvel always interested us, mm-hmm. and I really never jumped into it until we read Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy and Nova. And then- I like
1: the
0: I like the cosmic stuff from Marvel, except when X Men go
1: cosmic. I hate the the brood. Stuff, I I, I hate the Shira Empire. It just, the X Men, Cosmic, the Space space, Jammers.
0: Oh, I love Space Jam. I like it. Everybody get help. I know you're emailing me right now to tell me yes. Welcome to the Space Jam. It's your jam. It's your (laughs) family. Space Jam. Alright.
1: I'm not going to stop you because I love it too much.
0: (laughs) That song is awesome. (laughs) All right. Can we Come real? on and Sam, and bring it to the jam. <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned X-Men in Space, because I'm actually looking forward to Wolverine in the X-Men number 34 hmm. by Jason Aaron and Nick Bradshaw. This is actually the conclusion of the Hellfire Club arc. I hope Brood actually becomes... Hellfire an, Academy.
1: Yeah. I hope they're no longer, a, a, you know, a
0: my idiot that he gets I, cured. I kind of like him as just that, like, oh... No, I'm brainless, but he there's still some semblance there because mm-hmm. he's able to lead people around you know, like ED. Mm-hmm. Well, only Edie, really. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm still glad Gladiator's readers really,
1: fun. So I'll I'll step step yeah. back my earlier stance on hating all things.
0: I'm still really enjoying X-Men. this book. You know what? I'm really enjoying the X-Men titles right now. I tried dabbling pretty recently. When they relaunched X Men with that new number one, like, oh, a year yeah, ago, okay. two years ago now,
1: with the vampires, yeah. When I told you, I
0: I couldn't that do it. I couldn't do it. And here I am. I've purchased 34 issues of Wolverine and the X Men, still enjoying it, and it's turned me on to reading all new X Men, X Men, Uncanny X Men. I'm. I took a look at all my comic books that I'm buying like every month now, and I was like, wow, I'm I'm buying a lot of X Men books, but I'm actually enjoying them. And I, I think I need to uh, tip my hat to Jason Aaron for that. Who's going to be writing another X-Men book in Amazing X-Men, which I will also be <laughs> buying when that comes out. That's ah. pretty good.
1: Uh, I am actually looking forward to a space-themed book. It's been on about a three-month hiatus, and that is Saga number 13, uh, written by uh, Brian K. Vaughn, Fiona Staples. Yep. And um, it's... I've just been loving this book, and I look forward to every month that I get this and going back and flipping through the previous issue to get kind of a fresh fresh, uh,
0: refreshed on it. And uh, it is just a, a wonderful book. I love it. It is really great. I'm glad I read it in the trades because I know it's one of those things I'm going to keep going back to. I know I would have the ability to read the single issues because you buy them. Yeah. I can just steal them and read them whenever I want. But I like being able to sit down and get that full story. And yeah that's how I like to read uh read read Brian gave on stuff
1: uh I actually from here on out, am gonna be setting the issues aside because um the book takes hiatus. it doesn't come out like every single month because it's just those two those two people working on it really yeah. and um like right now it's been three months, maybe four months since I've read the last issue and i really kind of do feel like i need that refresher so i want those books set aside to to be able to pick them up and read them whenever i want again to refresh myself on them because it is a
0: really great book
1: Ooh, really great books and really great beers
0: but first a dramatic reading from the free comic book day mouse Guard. What year was this? Two thousand nine? How long you have you had this ball? He's um, looking right it, it was two thousand nine. Two three
1: four five. Page five, okay. panel four. Page five. A trail by fire or rain as well be the case will test their desire to start a life.
0: Purely of service. This is a book about mice. And it's <laughs> epic as shit. It's from Arcadia, bitches. I love Mouse card. I just read uh, the hardcover trade for the uh, the Black Axe, which is kind of like the history of it. It's so is good. It's the
1: one written by a bunch of different artists? Is that their... No, that's in? This, the Legendary. Yeah, that's the uh, uh, Legends of the Guard. Legends of the Guard. Yeah. Um, that's the one I want to
0: read. It's... That's such a great book.
1: The guy was stuck working in a museum at night and decided to start writing a comic book and drawing a
0: comic book. You can listen to our uh, interview with David Peterson in episode 121. Wow. I I remember that one because I hyped the shit out of that one online because I was like, we have interviews. People like these episodes. Yeah, 121 is really good and episode 9 is really good. Not... Everything else, don't listen to me. <laughs> our
1: Christmas specials are good, if you like crass humor.
0: <laughs> and why wouldn't you? <laughs> but
1: what, do you like beer, is the real question. Well, of course I like beer, and I love saisons And I'm excited for this one. I, you know what, this is mellow, this is nice, this is... It's very mellow, it's very nice, it's got a nice little sweetness to it. Yeah, it's got a good kind of citrus sweet. You don't get, like, the spice, it's kind of like uh, a the other side of a saison. It does hit me yeah. in the nose like kind of area after I drink it though. It tickles it tickles my nose a
0: little bit during it's, the aftertaste. I just took a sip of it and I, there was like another flavor that kind of crept in too at the back end there. I was like, "Ooh, nice little surprise there." Yeah. I'm going to look to someone else to fill the space uh, while I'm taking a, another well, sip. Well, what we
1: have here is uh the Saison Brett from um the stack, the smokestack series from uh Boulevard Brewing. Uh we Boulevard absolutely Brewing, doing a splendid job. We absolutely loved their um Rye on, Rye Rye on, Rye. on Rye, which we have some more bottles of that, which I'm excited. And uh this is another one of their limited uh releases, only 4,100 cases produced. Um and this is really focusing on uh the uh the Brett yeast. And, uh, they say as this ages, age it up to about two years,
0: and the... Is this, I'm sorry, the 2013 one? I'm checking yes, in on that. Yeah, okay, I just want to make sure I did the right one.
1: Um, and that, that character is gonna, is gonna continue to change. So this can be a quite different beer in a year or two. Which I'm kinda, this, we, we age beers all the time now, so...
0: Yep. I have no problem with holding on to this. Because we have a basement I, now. When I first took the sip, I was like, okay, this is good. And then it just it opened up in my mouth even more. And I'm like, wow, this is really, really good. If you can find one of the 4,099 other bottles of this, definitely go for it. Cause it's 98. We have another one. Oops. <laughs> There's plenty out there for <laughs> you. Just look.
1: Yeah. There's more of these bottles of beer than there are those ducktail uh, cartridges that
0: were just sent out by Capcom. There's only 150 of those,
1: so I, I'll tell her to get another bottle, and or we can, 250
0: uh, of the Darkwing Duck animated maquette that I have.
1: Oh, my mommy bought this for us. Oh, thanks, Mom. I'm going to tell her to pick up another bottle yeah, so yeah, we can is...
0: age it for two years. Oh, this is really pleasant. Yeah, it's very good. It's just like that nice kind of fruity sweet.
1: Yeah, it's right at the end there. It's it's very enjoyable.
0: Well, let's go ahead, Paul. No, I'm okay. I'm, I didn't know if you had something else to add to that because I no, don't no, i
1: I was kind of mouthing what I'm typing. Uh, oh. Sometimes I
0: move my what, lips what, what, when I read like a mouth
1: breeder idiot.
0: Wieners in my m- oh, that's not <laughs> Paul.
1: But you, well, you don't know, call you know me, what me Paul when enjoy? I'm <laughs> tasting this stuff. You call <laughs> me Carlos like for Danger. Our in his mouth? <laughs> you call me Carlos Danger when Carlos I do this. Carlos Danger. He's not using sexting. it anymore. <laughs> He's not using
0: the name He's anymore. He's not. Perhaps much like. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> what else do we enjoy? Comic books. We team love ups. comic books. And comic we love book team people ups. team up in them. Um, how did we come across
1: this again? I don't remember. Basically, John. Uh, Batman. <laughs> Batman Superman is coming out. Superman Wonder Woman coming out. We're having those team up books again, and. uh... I I I pitch this as, hey what are some of our favorite ones and what are some that we want to see And uh since it was my idea, I'm going to go first yes, please. with probably my favorite team up from DC and that is when Wally West has Barry Allen with him. When those oh. two guys are together, it's I mean it's like it's old friends getting together and Running, but there is that father dynamic to Wally with Barry, and I think I I always enjoy seeing Barry proud and seeing that Wally's grown up into a
0: man, into a superhero. Good pick. I I didn't know what you would have picked, but I'm kind of surprised it's this one. I I, that... I was really racking my brain about stuff that like
1: that I really do like and I always loved seeing those two guys together. Even even in um Flash Rebirth, when Wally and him were together and, you know, the the structures falling apart and Wally's like, I'm on this, you save the girl and then, you know, they go off and then they meet up at the bottom. Like that stuff, I just always love those two together.
0: Solid Paul, I'm here, was, was your was your pick stolen by John? There, no, no, uh, no, not that no, shit. Not.
1: No, it was a really good pick. I really do enjoy it when they get. I feel like it's been so soured that pick for though with Flash Rebirth the last time we got that team up, and it was kind of like, no, no, there's totally going to be a space for Wally West. Like that's what we heard, like out of Flash Rebirth for any time we went to a convention. Like that's what DC said. No, there's definitely room for both. And then the new 52 happened soon after, and apparently there isn't. They couldn't even figure out an alternate costume for Wally. Yeah. That was, well, it was the, it was the Justice League costume. Yeah. Well, instead of the nose thing, it went flat, and it was a darker crimson, and the lightning bolt was a little different. It was the Justice League cartoon one, where it was only the one
0: squiggle. <laughs> well. Of we talked to Ethan VanSkyver, yeah. and he was talking about how he wanted it to be more almost like Lancelot. Like, he was mm-hmm. going to have the Flash emblems on the shoulders, like cauldrons yeah. almost. And very different. Mm-hmm. And that's not what we got. But so we
1: got Lancelot's helm. Yeah. You know, and that's the only thing that really carried over. You know, I would have liked to have seen him go back into a almost, like, somewhat more reminiscent of Kid Flash kind of costume. With more yellow but then you're different but, have to differentiate versus reverse flash and yeah. but even there was i mean there's a st- he could have gone back to maybe not the yellow but the style of yeah like that the pants suit plus shirt kind of look you know how kid flash has the red pants you know the, yeah. the red coloring on the leggings and then or the legs and then the yellow kind of top like maybe doing something to play up that again yeah but they didn't no they screwed us on that. <laughs> they did. But I still love Wally West. To Wally West is my Flash. <laughs> yeah.
0: I and, I don't like that I don't see him anymore. Yeah. He's like an old friend that's moved away. Yeah. I'm,
1: and you always say you're going to be pen pals, but you never are. No. It's an old friend that moved away and died. <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> an old friend that a moved a... away and was erased <laughs> from existence. <laughs> yes.
1: But you somehow still well, remember him. Th- but you remember him. And you can go back to those times that you had with him. Yeah, because I still own those comic books.
0: It's one of those things, though, he will be back. And I'm just looking forward to where I get to see that solicitation where it's like, Wally West returns. And I'm like, yes, okay, I'm I'm excited about The Flash again, because I haven't had that. Mm-hmm. Do, Paul, do you still read The Flash?
1: It's one of the ones that I will be dropping okay. with this. Because I I picked it, you know, I read with it. With your purge. And I'm like, uh... Of. And I dropped it for a little bit. And then the the rogues war was going to happen. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'll read that. And then I'm like, oh, the reverse flash. You know, the speed force killer. I'm like, okay, there's some interesting storylines. But I always feel like, yeah, I would rather it be Walling in that thing then. Because the whole relationship with, you know, with with where they're going with Iris and this other girl that he's dating, it's... Like, I'm just... I don't like any of the... Barry Allen parts of it. You I just like, like the, the Flash, Flash parts. parts, which are basically the villains. Within and, yeah. and that when, that's
0: what I always liked about Wally West was Wally West kind of came first because Wally West was the Flash. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to
1: say. I'm sorry. No, I mean no, because you said exactly my same point, and that's that's how I felt about Wally.
0: We'll see. Hopefully, we can get that back mm-hmm. sometime. But
1: Okay, my team up from, uh, man, I miss Paul Beanie at DC writing detective comics. Mm-hmm. Like, now that Batman is so awesome with, uh, <laughs> these long, thought out, plotted stories, uh, now being done by Greg Capullo and Scott Snyder, like, I kind of miss those one-offs, one and done Batman stories where we could have the team up issues for, like, maybe one or two issues uh with uh, Paul Dini was doing over at Detective Comics during, what, 2010? 11? 2008? 2008, <laughs> probably probably
0: 2008, like a, 2009. Three year like, jump there.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. But man, there's
1: that one Christmas issue that I absolutely love with Robin being kidnapped by the Joker in a car. That um, is a great one. That's probably one of them. And one of my favorite team-up issues was also from that same run, and it's the... Batman's and Tana team-ups. It's just the whole, like, very scientific mind being thrown into a world of magic and chaos. I just love that team-up together. I loved it in the animated series where they flirted with the idea of them flirting. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it just is a great dynamic,
0: and I would love those characters to be together, like, all of the time. And that's why I like, because there was that, like, oh, they... They kind up. of grew up together almost.
1: And he gets like he gets magic. Yeah. He understands you know? it. He's not like against it. He just it's not his world though. Yeah. yeah. Cause I always loved in um Was it Final Crisis? Or what was it in? It was uh it was Justice League with the um that Aqua World thing. Okay. And uh where all all of them die, but then Batman uses magic to save them all. And at one point, where the shaman is like bringing their souls back there, back to present time, Batman just goes, "I love magic." <laughs> and I just I'm like yeah, I've always loved that. I love the uh, the cartoon when they were together, and mm-hmm. Haldini's Detective Comics was great. He, you know, I love the Santana miniseries that he the Xantana series he was writing. Uh, art by Stephen Rue was great. Uh, even in the Batman stuff, like, it's still some of my favorite Batman work. Even after the Scott Snyder stuff. And it's still like, I, I just miss having those, oh, I'm going to read a really, you pick that issue up and you're like, I'm going to read a really fun Batman story this week. Yeah, uh,
0: We're yeah. getting great Batman books, but yeah. we haven't gotten a fun Batman book since then.
1: In the like that Batman Joker Christmas or the Robin Joker Christmas, mm-hmm. I don't know how many people I've handed that off to when you I read it every Christmas. When I talk to people I about, I just don't know the number. I'm a horrible reader. Uh, yeah, thinking. I can't remember either. It's like 213 or something. No, it's no, a yeah. lot later. It's like six something. Yeah, because Batman six was ending Detective I have that, that out sitting out. I have that sitting out somewhere in my room. It's so it's in a long box of so Batman I don't know. 800 came out, and that was the Neil Gaiman <laughs> stuff. Um, but yeah, no, I pass it off to the big to lots of people. Yeah.
0: Because it is a great, just a great issue. And I think anytime you mention Batman: The Animated Series, Paul Dini, you have to mention his name, and then the Zatanna episodes come up right after that, because that's really what I know the character from. Like, yeah, I know she was in the comics, she was in the Justice League, but that's really where I got introduced to her and grew to love her. No, just the whole... Uh, like, it's Detective Comics 826, by the way. 826.
1: Um, yeah, the the whole idea of, like, oh, I'm studying with your father. You're kind of the forbidden fruit. No. Maybe you're just a little bit younger than me. And you kind of have a puppy kind of love crush going on. But you're that girl next door kind of, like... It's kind of like, yeah, you, you come back home. And that girl next door that, that you kind of wanted to... You know, maybe date has now grown up a little bit more, and you've grown up a little bit more, and you kind of want to catch up with her. I don't know. I haven't had this because I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> I married. I that didn't girl. have
0: any girls next door. I'm, I made this piece of popcorn I just found.
1: Like, that's the kind of relationship. It's that first kind of love relationship that I I I like the idea of Batman still having. I don't know if he still has that, but no. I know. He definitely had to study some escape scary fire, and some sort of magic stuff. I would hope it was with. Santara. Yeah, yeah, you don't know. Satara, I, yeah. I think that's
0: yeah. a good a good place to think.
1: Yeah, that's my favorite team up. Uh, from DC.
0: Yeah. Not not ever though.
1: Well, I'm well, gonna uh, take some liberties with okay. with uh, the team up over. In I was Buffalo.
0: just I was curious and, where you were gonna go.
1: but go ahead, Chris, I'm with. Your I, I should decide to
0: go DC because
1: you know. No, we're John doing DC
0: round. I started yeah, with C DC. Round. Yeah, okay. Mine is it's a team up that I didn't realize I was I enjoyed as much as I did until I started thinking about this because I automatically thought I was going to go summer into Green Lantern because I love Kyle Rayner. I love seeing him just working with other people. I love seeing uh, him with Guy Gardner in Green Lantern Corps. Those two buddy cop mm-hmm. that that's a movie or TV show that I would want to see. Yeah. And I was like, well, Hal Jordan with Sinestro was really cool too. But what I ultimately came back to was Dick Grayson as Batman with Damian Wayne as Robin. Because the two of them together, they're both children of the bat, but one of them never knew his father. And just what you get from that nature versus nurture mm-hmm. almost, because the two of them together was just fun, and I think that's another fun Batman. Mm-hmm. But it's not Batman because it was Dick Grayson.
1: It was a weird dynamic where instead of Robin trying to prove himself to Batman, it was
0: Batman somehow. trying to prove yeah. himself to Robin.
1: Pretty much, and it. But Batman, but Dick Grayson never really felt the need to prove himself. He just ended up proving himself to
0: Robin because he is. It was just one I was like, so good. okay, well done, Grayson, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't realize how much I enjoyed that and really missed it either until Batman Incorporated 9 eight or, or 8. Nine. Okay, I can't remember the exact okay. issue, but it was where you got those two characters back together again because I stopped reading that book. <laughs> and we talked about it because it was like, oh, is this the issue where Damien bites it? And I was like... Man, I I wish I had more of these guys together.
1: Yeah, and it was a great it was them basically saying goodbye Mm -hmm. to each other. They had that that moment. Like you were a good Batman. You you were a great Robin. You know? And I do. That that is a great that is a great team up. It's like the Lost episode. I was just gonna say the episode of Lost. Exactly. Pause never watched you that. I watched the last episode of Lost. Yeah, you watched it with us, remember, and we got frustrated and No, I didn't say anything at all. It was the second to last and then we refused to watch it again with them. No, I never watched any episode. I watched the last episode with Ed. We did one night we came over. And then Chris and I left, and we're like, we're not doing this again. <laughs> okay. And it's not, it's just, we, we yeah. have very strict rules when it comes to, yeah. when we are watching it was basically, Lost. When
0: it came to Lost, nothing else yeah. ever. <laughs> we,
1: we we shushed people in other rooms. We'd only allow people to talk during commercials.
0: Yeah.
1: We've, we've had very strict rules. Kind of and the only people, it. the only people that really followed those rules were
0: the two of us. Well, also, we were the only ones that knew the rules. <laughs> yeah.
1: If you don't post the rules then they're not rules.
0: But uh, that was that was my choice. Yeah, it's it's uh it's a great choice. I kinda wish I had more of it.
1: But you no, know, without Dick Grayson being Batman, that's what I always felt. I'm like when we talked about like the when Batman and Robin or Batman Incorporated was coming back out, Grant Morrison, song, you know, whole thing, I thought Damien was gonna become a villain. Again, or you know, become part of the League of Assassins because he's not.
0: It seems like
1: Bruce Wayne's Robin. That's what he was groomed for, almost. Mm -hmm. Um, And another moment in that is with uh, with Batman and Robin when Robin was proving himself to all the previous Robins. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and Nightwing gives him one of his batons. Is like you never had to prove yourself to me, and Mm -hmm. like you're great. You know, you're one of the best Robins, and gave him the baton and left. Like, that was another great moment between those two. He, so, he literally passed the baton. <laughs> yeah, he did. Literally. Literally. Paul, why don't you go with your favorite uh, Marvel team-up? It's a... Um, I don't know if these characters really ever team up, but I love it when they come together in a colossal smashing of heads. Okay. The Hulk is going crazy. Who are you going to call? Ghost... Oh. (laughs) No. Not the the ever-loving blue-eyed Ghostbusters, sir. Wolverine. The ever-loving blue-eyed thing. Any kind of... (laughs) Rick Jones. Captain Marvel. Orange versus green. And not just because I'm Irish. (laughs) I always enjoy reading a comic book. I don't... You know, it could be any issue of... I don't read the Hulk. I will never read... I don't think I'll ever read a Hulk comic book. Just, the character never really interests me. I really liked, uh, what was it, the Bruce, Bruce Jones run? That was really good. But if you tell me, Paul, the thing's going to be in the Hulk, this next issue, I'm buying that issue. It happens. It's a team. Uh, it's not really a team-up, but it kind of is a team cause they what, fight together. What issue they... made you cry? Thing, yeah. Thing Punch the Hulk. Mm-hmm. Just working out that aggression. Fantastic Four, 600, yeah. Or 601. I think it was 601, the aftermath, yeah. It's just like, ah, oh, I just love those two together, like, fighting it out. For whatever reason, it's my favorite Marvel team
0: nah, that's It's two colossal figures. Mm-hmm. Butting heads and fists.
1: And, but most of the time it's a thing just like talking the Hulk down, which I really enjoy. Because it's that kind of big brother or little brother kind of dynamic.
0: Big, big brother and big brother.
1: Yeah. yeah. Kind of dynamic of and like, it's hey, like, I know you're angry. Yeah, you can hit me. I'm going to hit you back. Yeah. But listen to what I got to say first. Yeah. It's that kind of weird dynamic that I really do enjoy reading every time. It's like a brotherly dynamic.
0: Yeah. Chris, I get to go next. You get to go next. I was We're not, not prepared to. Go. I was not prepared to go next. I know because it it's John's baby. It's tough because go you're going to do the first. For, pick. I'm going to fill air while I'm trying to decide because for both Marvel and DC, I had people like, "Oh, this is a great one. Oh, this is a great one," mm-hmm. and mine the one that I'm more gravitating towards is two characters that I haven't really seen too much together, but I really enjoyed when I've seen them, which was back in the 90s. And I'm hoping for more now, because one of them Cable will be, and Bishop. No. One of them will be coming back. And it's Nightcrawler and Kitty Pryde. Really? Yeah. I, I can't think They're,
1: of a story that... Yeah, exactly. Together. But you know
0: what? The, when what they were on the, the team together... When they were in Excalibur... It was going oh, wow.
1: Excalibur. What you
0: know about the two of them, now think about it being written by someone like Jason Aaron. It could be fun. Yeah, it could be want, I want to read a Jason Aaron Nightcrawler. I will get to read a Jason Aaron Nightcrawler, uh, Nightcrawler when Amazing X Men comes out. And I really want Kitty Pride to appear in that because I love when Jason Aaron writes Kitty Pride.
1: I really like him writing Thor. An old and Old Thor. Hey, you
0: gotta door. let me borrow those Steve yeah, issues. I, I uh,
1: packed them up so you guys can take them. I read them. Groovy. They're good. And my, I'm kind of upset that the story didn't end. Because I'm like, I got six issues. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a great read. I'm going to finish up the story arc. Nope! <laughs> just in the middle of it. It's nice. Just, it's
0: good that yeah, it makes you want to keep going.
1: Yeah, I, I'm sorry. Is this is okay.
0: Mine's more built on this nostalgia like, no, these two characters, they were X-Men together. Then they were on founding members of Excalibur because there was no other yeah. Excalibur. And in theory, these two together, yeah, all right. But I was really close to picking Hawkeye and Hawkeye.
1: Yeah, i, I that's a great team up. I know. I would love Kitty Pride to constantly prank uh nightcrawler by him trying to bamf them away and I, her just going intangible and that's the thing i think
0: the <laughs> two of them together like teleporting and just like phasing through stuff would just be an awesome dynamic just like in it like but what if i went to a wall when stop it one action yeah. scene just where they're like both tearing through sentinels or something like that could be really well done yeah
1: uh yeah and i mean they're from that same kind of same era. It's also they were, 80s. They were both on X-Men. They were both in Excalibur. Did they both think Persephone, Professor Xavier well, be, is a
0: jerk. Nightcrawler loves everyone, man.
1: Yeah. He gives everybody a fair shake. Uh, My favorite Marvel team-up, and... I'm surprised that Kitty Pride hasn't been able to track him down. You know, because there's a tail on him. Hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks for putting the head on the microphone. Pulling a Paul on that. Ugh. Why are we friends with Paul? Um.
0: When I uh, go ahead, I was gonna I was gonna throw it over to you, or do you have more to say about Nightcrawler?
1: No, I was already taking it over. Okay. Well, John, what what are you? Wait. Like? No. 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 This team up. Are you only doing this team up because of Weezer? Well, he does have Nightcrawler. <laughs> Kitty and Pride and Nightcrawler too. Is this where the team up is coming from? Didn't you no. just listen to In the Garage in I your have, head and this is where the team up came I from? I have
0: not listened to that song in probably a year or two. It's a great song, don't get me wrong. But no, um, Are you a lot of this came... River,
1: whatever his name is. Como. Mas- Como. Masquerading as Christopher Roy I, right now. I am not. No, because he'd be a lot cooler
0: if I'd was, be a lot cooler, but socially but awkward, socially too. Awkward, like, so. that's the thing. <sighs> no, honestly, this came from... Being excited about Nightcrawler coming back and being like, whoa, no, the same guy's going to be writing Nightcrawler and Kitty Pride in two separate books. Hey, they were together before. So wouldn't this be your
1: favorite... This would be for the next part, your, your pairing. Yeah, it's...
0: It, but no, they've teamed up yeah, before. Yeah, they teamed up. Yeah. It's I don't know. That, That's a thing. I, I kind of prefaced it off of that because yeah. they, they. Okay. I also
1: che- I cheated a little bit on my Marvel one too, but
0: man, no, because that's not my dream team up. Like for the dream team up, I'm thinking about like two characters that I want to see together. Because man, how great would that be? Like they've been together before. So I,
1: I was just thinking
0: of, uh,
1: Nope. Any book. That, I thought you were I mean, going to no, give your pick. No, no, no. The team-up, I'm, I'm like, oh, what team-up will make me buy any book, hands down, no matter what? And then I kept on coming back to things versus Hulk. Um, uh, mine is actually going to go with that nostalgia. When I was really young, basically, I, would ju- I was raised on Spider-Man comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a subscription to two or three of them. And it was every other once in a while that I'd get other books. Mm -hmm. But what were great about those Spider-Man books is Spider-Man teamed up with everybody in the Marvel Universe. Mm -hmm. And that's how I got to know everyone else in Marvel were through those Spider-Man books. And those moments that I really liked was like when Spider-Man teamed up with the Fantastic Four. And it was that moment of he's thought of as just this wisecracking Mm -hmm. jerk swinging around, and then you'd have these moments where he's like, no, I'm a scientist, too. Like, I'm really smart. And you kind of forget that, but when you'd see him with one of the professors or, like, Doc Connors, but when you saw him with Fantastic Four, with Mr. Fantastic, you'd have that moment of, wait, what'd you say? That wasn't a wisecrack. That was actually scientific. And right, <laughs> I I always enjoyed seeing Spider Man with the Fantastic Four and Mister Fantastic because mm-hmm. he was somebody who not only Mister Fantastic could enjoy or play off of his smarts and him vice mm-hmm. versa, but then he could also wisecrack with the Human Torch. Like they had everybody, almost everybody in that team worked with him in somehow
0: mm-hmm.
1: having the brawn like. uh not as much as the thing, but like the thing, like he got along with everyone, and I really liked when Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four to replace Johnny Storm because it was that. Well, not replace, but but yeah, he There's he no, yeah. he replaced. He took show was, sure was a better word for he it. He took that. He took that. He filled in that spot while he was absent, mm-hmm. and I really liked that. And yeah. I liked that. I I bought like I think two issues of the Freedom or the. Fantastic Foundation. It was the Future Foundation. Future Foundation. It was FF. That FF. Yeah. Like, with Spider-Man on that team, like, I really like those. It it brought me back to that childhood kind of memory of that. Well, you also bought the Dan uh, Sloth Spider-Man, where they, he did the crossover. Yeah. That's the one that we read. I like when Spider-Man hangs out with uh, the Human Torch more so than Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. Because
0: it's them partying. Yeah, it's just two young dudes yeah. like being dudes, and I I can definitely see you're recovering because it's like, yeah, okay, you forget that Peter Parker can be a scientist sometimes. Yeah, not that Peter Parker exists anymore because it's Octavius. It's Octavius Parker. No, he's gone now. Oh, completely. He, yeah, he's completely out. It's all it's all Otto in charge. Um, but I kind of. You don't need to whisper it, Chris.
1: Uh, Say it out loud. Paul, sing it
0: proud. I would rather read a Johnny Storm, Peter Parker book than a Reed Richards, uh, oh, yeah. Peter Parker book. Yeah,
1: I yeah. no, I no, I I just liked I like I always liked Spider Man with the Fantastic Four mm. and with those two pairings as well. But yeah, the two uh, Human Torch and Spidey were always great. But I always yeah. loved that intellectual, the, the intellectual side. Would always come out, and you always think of you don't think of Spider-Man saying something smart if it wasn't a smart-ass remark. Right. And I always enjoyed that. Any of those professors, Doc Connors, any of those would always be like, "Wait, what? Wait, was that from you, Parker? Maybe Spider-Man just said something actually made sense." <sighs> Who said that? Uh, so Yeah, that was, that's, I'll wrap it up on that, but if you... Do you want to go your your DC, your dream team? DC, Marvel, oh. isn't it? Or is it a dream th- team for both? I thought it was just uh, our
0: dream team. I can't remember. I
1: thought it was weird ma- match-up of, like, taking over from one, over. From each, oh, like, one from one from each. I thought we were going to do
0: one from... Oh. A, a team-up from both. Well, mine's actually from both, technically. What? Captain Marvel! Captain Marvel! No. Um... Amina is actually introduced during the DC vs. Marvel event. Okay. From the Nice. It's Tim Drake and Jubilee. Because, because Tim Drake was teleported into her bedroom, <laughs> And she was like, well, who's this boy? And they had like a brief meeting. And I've always wanted more of that because it's two of my favorite comic book characters together and I'm totally fangirling over this. I think it would be a fun adventure. They could go with them all together.
1: Uh, well, I, I'm just going to throw... like Because you said Tim Drake, I, my, my DC team-up, was it going to be Tim Drake and The Question? Because I thought those two together might be a lot of fun. It would be a book that I definitely
0: would pick up. And I... Um, they, go ahead, sorry. No, what were you going to say? They haven't had any real like crossover, but... Chuck Dixon was kind of grooming Tim Drake to become the next Blue Needle.
1: Yeah, I can so see that. It. Just
0: kind of sparked that thought because they're both those um, like
1: Tim Drake Charleston is a
0: blue, blue That Chuck Dixon was kind of introducing like that into like uh, he could go this way because it's another rich mm-hmm. dude with a bunch of gadgets, but uh, that's kind of what he wanted to introduce.
1: I'm glad that didn't happen. It could have been
0: fun. Yeah. Because Tim Drake has more in common with Ted Cord, I think, than he did Bruce Wayne. At that time, like yeah. in the 90s. And then my thing is, is Before his parents were
1: killed. Tim Drake is the intellectual detective, and I think he'd be the one that would try to talk sense into the question, but then every turn... The question was always right with his crazy, outlandish idea,
0: and I just think there
1: are think thirty-three th- of at Yeah, but I just think those two, like the more straight-laced detective, and then the crazy idea detective, like that team up, that buddy cop kind of situation. It's something that I would see if I saw that those characters were going to have a crossover. Even if it was just in a book, I think I'd pick it up because I like that idea of those two together. Oh. I think Tim Kirk would get really annoyed with the question. (laughs) I think he would, but then he would would get that. Oh, Oh, he was right. Like, like, oh, wait, I can, alright, I see where he's, like, after something would happen and then it'd be like, you got the right answer. Oh. That work was completely wrong. <laughs> yeah, it, but it would be, I think it would be fun, those two playing off of each other. I'll, I would want a book where it's Mr. Mr. and Mr. together. Uh, Mr. 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 came up. Is
0: this Marvel or DC?
1: He's doing both. It's, oh, it's okay. Mr. Terrific and Mr. Fantastic. Do you even get that? Yeah.
0: I didn't. Was exactly I was trying, you weren't I was trying, following Paul. Oh, I was trying to think, like, who are the Mr. I knew Mr. Fantastic, but I hadn't made the jump to DC yet before I started And then talking.
1: who else does Paul love? Oh. This is perfect. You know, he loves fair play. He loves justice. Uh, fair, fair play and... oh man, What's the other thing? Call four. I know. I'm kidding. Isn't it fair and then play on the other uh, side? Yeah, maybe... Yeah, just a fair play. Uh, and Mr. Terrific loves to bend what is possible in science. And I think Mr. Terrific lacks sometimes imagination. And I think Reed Richards has that in bounds. I, I
0: think it could be fun, but that's not any kind of conversation, I'd want to be a part of them. Just <laughs> <laughs> really crazy science book. Uh, the only person who I think could write that
1: would be like Jonathan. Harris. Yeah. That's and the then, and else. then you would just be like, I think I read something great, but I don't know what I read. And then, like five issues down, you'd still be confused. And then they would yeah. explain yeah. it to you to be like, Oh, they would dumb it down. Yeah. Okay. You'd like notes in the back. <laughs> Jonathan Hickman shield.
0: You'd no be paying four ninety nine for the book, but the last like five pages would be like, "No, here's what happened. <laughs>
1: here's what it is." And if you're not smart, you didn't get it, and this is what it is. No, but I can see, I can see you loving that kind of a book, fake science fiction, <laughs> crazy, out uh, there book. Where what Mister Terrific gains is this idea of imagination, and also and bound by a need family. And I think this Terrific is kind of like the science, but he's really on his own you know, after losing his longtime girlfriend and then becoming Mr. Terrific after that. And that he, he he needs to have somebody to say science isn't everything is important. And I think that you know, would, be, it would be heartfelt at the end. I think, mean, I, I, yeah him, like, slinking off with his T-squares following him, oh, and yeah. like, come on, Johnny and Sue. But well, yeah. I, I, I think, I think, like, Reed Richards would... Yeah, I think he would start calling him early. Uh, um, but Reed Richards, who, like, you see him in those Fantastic Four books, he's off in his lab by himself, mm-hmm. and then he just happens to have invented the shark repellent spray, or, or you know, whatever is needed for that issue. But it'd be an equal mind for him. Tried, I see Mr. Triff always trying to, like, gain a scientific mind where he would read a trilogy beyond scientific ideas off of them. And Mr. Terrific is looking more for practical uses for the ideas. And then, then reading, really like, but the practical <laughs> uses to just discover it. Like, see
0: this what can we do with it. it? Yeah. And, and
1: then. Uh, it would be good. I, I, I see, see this, relationship this relationship really being good <laughs> for Mr. Terrific. I don't know uh, what Mr. Terrific is getting out of it. I really don't.
0: Uh, he, <laughs> yeah. he gets, he gets yeah. Someone, yeah. someone that understands what he's talking about more than yeah. anything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, John, since Paul I did one for like, it was a DCN or okay. a character, you got one? Um, um like, what's in my mind? Man, um... Because this wasn't planned. Really. Yeah. <laughs> like, well,
1: just kind of. I, I thought it was one for both, and then our dream team, and that was it. I, I thought it was a dream, dream team, like for
0: For, for each. each. Uh man. Give me I a second, second here. You can think about it. Because with a lot of the comics, books, you do get a lot of character crossover. Like mm-hmm. everyone's met everyone else almost at this point.
1: Huh. Even though those just didn't really happen, like I said,
0: in the universe. You have, you've you've have had events, had you've had one shot, shot you've had, had crossovers. Like, those stories are out there where they've been elbows at the table at the Justice Society prompt. Like, it's happened.
1: Or they, they, they were both there at the Think Poker Party.
0: Yeah. yeah. So. Which was a right, right. badly drawn issue. So that was <laughs> so a really a bad, bad issue. issue.
1: I, I love that that, that happens.
0: That, Listen, Listen to 181, 181, if you want, what we're talking about for, for, from our dramatic reading So it, it is fun to kind of think about, like, hey, you know what, what, what if these two characters would never meet other ones?
1: I've already, already used
0: the mug. mug. <laughs> Mr. Show, Mr. Show, Mr. Show. Mr. Show. Show. Check out Mr. Show. <laughs> Mr. Show Mr. on, on for this <laughs> inside joke. Uh, I have a lot, lot of, of Mr. Show. Uh, <laughs> I don't get Mr. Show. I they have a season one solo fan. I do. Even in my car, if you want them right now. No.
1: So they're, they're probably one of my favorite sketches. What? I'm really I'm wrecking the old brain here. Five. Four, three. Doc- 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 <laughs> Barty- that <laughs> my- my
0: Just two characters, John. Oh, uh... The first said that she stepped up her head. You've been thinking. I know. It's, it's rocket- racket- 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 Spider It's the same. Whoa. They're from the same universe, though.
1: Uh...
0: detective the uh, ship. Uh, and racket- <laughs> racket-
1: yeah. There you go. Crossing... It's like everyone
0: And well. crossing paths. Uh, oh, do the name yeah. I'll check it off. Check the meeting
1: button. Really? Because I'm, really, I'm trying to think of like, like, what I like out of both. Like, what, I, what, what, I, what I would really want. And I, I was thinking like a street level character. So, okay, so maybe. Uh, a I don't like level. Daredevil. Daredevil, and Hitman. Now. that's one's, been talked about years. for years. So they've been uh, talking about it for years. Let's
0: see, uh. Daredevil question. Darn! Daredevil? Daredevil Nightwing. There you go. There you go. A lot of the towns are going to around. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: I think you need to like, are the, the stick between, between them. them. <laughs> I guess I'm going to go a little bit. i Oh. Oh.
0: Man, maybe you know
1: i No, I, I think and I have to be in San Francisco. Or San Francisco. Portland. Or in and, and making money at the a dollar,
0: a dollar top.
1: Um, but I think, I think those two guys would be
0: fun together. I think they're both fun-loving, they got a little bit of the, uh, a little bit crazy. A lot of
1: them Uh, they got that gymnastics,
0: you know. It'd be a fun medium of, moves. like, keep up Because you have yeah. that just first bit of, like, oh, this guy, he's it's different. different, I'm gonna fight him. But then just the two of them trying to keep up with each other. And then I think we'd
1: be like, I'm not gonna hit you, you're
0: lying. That, that's a no, solid
1: Nightwing, Nightwing, could be. I, I think he could, could be quite enough to sneak up on the Daredevil. Because Batman, I think... Yeah, that
0: makes me look like Superman.
1: Yeah, if, he, if Batman can sneak up on... He, he, that, that's like he's one supernatural power, right? Like, to be able to disappear in the night on Jedi Gordon or anybody. Yeah, but that kind, kind of, of like, like... You kind of look there, and then he's on, you know... Wait, wait. Don't. <laughs> no. Wait. Look at okay. the moon. the yeah. <laughs> moon out tonight. Like, I, I don't I, about I, about Bruce Wayne. Uh, no, but i think I No, think, but I think he could probably get it five, within 5 to 10 feet without a So Batman Incorporated, because we just talked about this, and, and there, there was, was a scene in the last issue Batman of Batman Incorporated where it very been, uh, Bruce Wayne is talking to the commission, 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 commission and he can commission space basically and admitting that he knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Batman. Yeah, not yeah. really. So, so, other than uh, you mean I dying, I mean, an animal I mean, doesn't exist in the DC community, right? Like, that's. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of sh- crazy shit. Like, that it's
0: a that's cram- than it, a great horse in itself of <laughs> existence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: But I, I, you always kind of have that thing that Jim Gordon is an idiot. I mean, they said it in, what is it, it, Dark Knight Dark Knight Returns. You know, Jim Gordon's not an idiot yet. Uh, Harry White's not a stupid. He, you know, these men obviously figured it out. And you keep their mouth shut because they're doing... They're the new supporters that ever took a picture of FDR out of, the, you know, in a wheelchair. Yeah. That's what... You know, they're, they're the other guy is, this guy's doing good. Why I'd run on a story? Why ruin it? When Superman is saving us from everything, he's got a secret in Bruce Wayne is cleaning up streets. He's doing more than what I can do. Why do ruin it? It's like your parents never, never calling you out for taking a 20-minute 20 20 minute shower. Quote, it's, it's, mas- it's, mas- mas- it's it's your, your, it's, your it's, it's my dad. and They're calling me out on sneaking a beer. Yeah, you
0: know,
1: when, before, before I was able. I never to had
0: that. That was a good kid. I was, I was friends with Steve. I <laughs> got a little bad That's at some points. Well, if you have a favorite team up or a team up you want us to see, or we'll any teenage TH confessional things. <laughs> let us know over at begging contact the board or, or comment on this post. We've already had someone comment saying their favorite team up is Wolverine and Nightcrawler, and pages of nine, size, size, size number one and, and, also, and also in X Men number seventy
1: nine and like one seventy nine and one eighty, yeah.
0: yeah. so something like that. So something like that. Sorry. So, hey, like, like us around Facebook, because you'll know what we're doing
1: as yeah, it happens. Mm-hmm. And then you can your comments on oh, the are
0: poorly by us. Uh, like? I read it in like 20 minutes. Ago. Savage Wolverine and savage Hawkman. This is, this is way too savage. Oh! Wait, did they take up off the action? No, they're going to save Fred savage. <laughs> oh, man, in savage land. Hey! The game? wizard. You fucking ruined it all. <laughs>